0: to hear something that you've done three times. It's the high level Forrest Gump lesson of the day. Three times, write it down. Have you ever felt that you were a little different? Me too. My father was an ex-Catholic priest who had a PhD in theology, spoke multiple languages and read a book a day. My mom was a hardworking oldest of nine with a master's in English and an ex-Catholic nun. My brother went to the number one high school in the world, Phillips Exeter Academy, and my sister went to Harvard. Then there was me, the dyslexic middle child, super confident with a chip on my shoulder, so I got into a lot of fights. I love sports and being on a team. It took a while, but I got my degree. I knew early on that my path would be unorthodox, and I needed to learn from the brilliance around me and to develop my own hard hitting instincts. Now, after 25 years transforming Fortune 500 companies, I'm sharing how I became half monk and half hitman to help others to be balanced, high performers in business and in your life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hunter X again. This is John Hunter, and uh, I just want to say thank you for joining. Thank you for all the feedback. Thank you for all the critiques. Uh, It's been a real blast just dumping on you everything that's worked and hasn't worked um, over the last 20 plus years. Um, Building great teams in the enterprise software world, um, dealing with all kinds of life issues at home, being able to enjoy and appreciate all kinds of different mentors and uh, teachers and coaches in my life, trying to package it up, give it to you in a way that's short, sweet, to the point. Um, A lot of times it's going to be stuff you've already heard, but maybe you're looking for a new way to apply it, a different slant, a different angle. And hopefully uh, the X and Hunter X is just maybe those delivery models, how you get it, how you can use the metaphors, the pictures, the, the musical, uh, you know, reinforcement to make sure you go to the next level in your life. Um, the way I look at it, if you go back to the video, uh, my path hasn't been traditionally or, or con- conventional. It's a little different from my upbringing to the different companies I've been at. Uh, they've all come with adversity, hardship, um, you know murkiness a bit of a cloud and how to get it done and in that cloud in that hard work's been just a, a great experience and hopefully i can shed some of that on you and you can feel um and it make, makes you a little bit better so last time i was talking about getting your phd uh, that you're an idiot um you know from my uh, old old boss and good friend mark thompson you know with all the tools the 360 degree uh and how not, not to overthink that not to be afraid of it embrace it And be self-aware and be looking for ways to influence people and really be self-aware. So you can see if you get good at those tools, what you look like to other people, which then allows you to package and to influence and to deliver what you want to say in the most effective way possible. They're also really good at honing in on and continuing to develop you to be the best version of you. Focus on your strengths. Do not try to be super good at numbers if you're not good at numbers. It doesn't mean you can't own it and delegate it and manage it, but you want to play to your strengths. So today we're going to talk about other ways to know well, what the hell am I any good at, especially if I'm really young. So if you're coming out of college now, and I see I talk to college kids all the time. I am um, I have three in college right now, by the way. Um, I'm talking to a lot of young people who are in their first job. This is coming up more and more often. So, um, and I call it um, listening for the patterns of three. So um, if you hear something that you've done three times, it's the high level Forrest Gump lesson of the day. Three times, write it down. Write it down. Start creating a little book, a little journal of these things that you keep getting feedback on. Uh, Bob Miller, you're really super creative. Mary, you are so good with people. Stan, gosh, you're good with numbers. Um, you know, anything. Uh, you're really empathetic. You're thoughtful. You're uh, dynamic. You're super motivational. Um, From people, and the more objective the people are or the source is giving it to you, the higher the priority you want to give it. If you're in a big job and you're a senior vice president and you're using your subordinates to tell you how great you are, it's worthless. It's nonsense. It's a form of power. We'll talk about it another time, but that's not what we're looking for. So I'm going to go back to this pattern of three, three feedback loops. I'm going to give you some real life examples. Um, now, remember, I'm coming out of ASU. Um, school was hard for me. I moved back in to with my dad as I came out of NAU back to ASU. I get through college, but I have no clue what I want to do. I'm holding every job you can think of. I've worked at hotels. I've driven the van to the airport. I park cars in the back of my mind, especially with the siblings that I had. I was under the impression right i'm going to dig ditches there's just not a lot of value i'm going to add to the world um but this is where it changes and this is where your stamina and your consistency and your persistence and your don't quit attitude can really serve you so i end up getting a job at mastering computers from there so i go from parking cars to selling windows training over the phone uh, I think I'm terrible at it. Um, I can't sit still. That we all know for sure. And those of you that know me you probably would validate that. So I'm walking up and down the hallway with my headphones on. Um, and I'm just trying to do the job. Go to lunch a couple times. Meet some of the folks around me. And a couple of them one day at lunch say, you know, Hunter, your little quirky one-liners are really effective. I've been writing those down. I said, you've been writing what down, Um, retorts, objections I was overcoming, using metaphors and humor, self-deprecating humor, little just things that were coming out of my mouth to help disarm customers and prospects and bring them back to the conversation to develop pipeline and to eventually build trust and safety um, was working. And these other guys who are way more experienced than me were writing them down. So that's the first time where I said, you know what, maybe I have something here. Don't know yet, but I'm going to write it down. I heard it a bunch of times. I started looking for it and I started to develop it. Another example was my brother, who's 11 months older than me. Uh, i mentioned it before, I went to Phillips Exeter Academy. So all these Ivy league kids are going to get together in New York and I have to give the best man speech, extremely intimidating. Also, a platform of awe, because in, I in—I hold these kids, these men now, to a high pedestal in my life, uh, probably uh, unnaturally so. I also knew I couldn't wing it. This was going to be really the first time I was going to have to go prepare a public speech. Uh, I did some own brainstorming, got a notepad out. I also went to a wedding. And I borrowed loosely uh, some humor where there was a friend of mine who is um, a Jewish family marrying a non-Jewish guy, and he made a joke around because he was a la- uh, he was a lawyer how the JD you know was really they thought they hope was a Jewish doctor not a juris doctorate, and I said oh, that's God here helping me. So I borrowed that because my brother's a lawyer and my sister-in-law is a doctor Sloan Kettering. I wove in some of Daniel's, my brother's attributes, his wife, what he means to me, what he means to each other. And I did the best I could. And after that speech, uh, a bunch of these young guys came around me and my dad, and they said, Mr. Hunter, your son is a really, really good public speaker. That made a huge impression on me as I think back on it. I can remember standing in that room next to my dad. And they've been married 22 years. Um, And my dad saying, yes, my son is a great public speaker. So I didn't know at all how to do it. I just knew from that point on, I was going to look for that feedback loop. And I was going to start developing that part of my game. And you don't have to wait. That's the other thing that the experience taught me. You can do it at funerals. You can raise your hand to say some nice words after losing a loved one. You can raise your hand at a wedding to deliver the toast. You can prepare ahead of time for these events. Hey, I'm going to take some notes of what I want to say. Even when you have anxiety and have a voice in your head telling you, uh, you suck, don't do this. You can go, what I call you go into character. You fake it till you make it. I know not everyone likes that term, but in the context of just putting yourself out there, go into character, do, do your homework and put it out there and see what comes back to you. And you can do that in all kinds of different ways, whether it be writing a book or giving a speech or trying out a new sport or a new hobby, and then be looking for the feedback loop. You can use people in your life to help you do this as well, especially young people. But you gotta be very careful of family, especially sometimes moms and dads tend to want you to be them. Don't do that. If you have parents like that, You need to leave them physically, emotionally, uh, financially as fast as you can. You can still love them, but love them from afar. And go look for other people in your life who really know who you are and what's best for you. And those people give you feedback loops that are meaningful. It can help you really develop the best version of you. And that's what it's all about. So think about this now. If you go back over some of our teachings, right? We're talking about self-esteem, building your house on solid footing. I like myself, I like myself. We have a get it done attitude that we're gonna outwork people. We're gonna come in early. We're gonna hire people like that. We're not gonna hire the fanciest resume. We're not gonna look for the easiest route. You know, we're, we're looking for the hard right way to do things. For, and we're gonna be developing ourselves and looking for this feedback. And it's not always gonna be positive, but with high self-esteem and this kind of great attitude where resilience and feedback makes you stronger, makes you better, and now you're looking for these patterns, you're just gonna move more and more and more into your confident zone. And that's what it's all about. Your confident equals the company's productivity. It's that simple. Your confidence, your children's confidence, their productivity. So let's always be thinking how confident are you today? Hope this helps. Another little nugget from the bizarre world of uh, Hunter X and um, something worked for me. Hopefully it works for you. Can't wait to talk to you next time. Have a great day, folks. Talk to you soon.